This is the Australia Report with Vic Aladev. Good day, mate. Vic Aladev, a very good morning to you. How are you? Good morning, Howard. I am well, thank you. And I have to uh, concur with your sentiments about that song, I'm afraid. <laughs> Makundi's feeling very attacked. Makundi, it, you didn't write or sing the song. You didn't record it. It's just a bad song. Okay, you chose it, but that's something completely different. He's feeling very wounded here, Vic. Ah, like, uh, uh, all right, he's being a bit sensitive. But that's fine, Makund. You know what? We've got a great 7 o'clock song. Well, I hope. Anyway, Vic, let's talk about what is happening in Australia. And very interesting that uh, there has been a, uh, a police finding with regard to that famous or infamous demonstration. Well, there certainly has, and it has been the issue de jour for some days now, we're basically going back since Friday, and attracting a lot of contentious opinion from both sides of the divide. So just to go back a step and just to remind listeners, on October 9, so a mere 48 hours after October 7, there was a pro-Palestinian rally. It started in, at outside Town Hall, which is in the center of the city of Sydney. And, and then marched from there to the Sydney Opera House, which is the most, or one of the most iconic images associating with this country. And it coincided that night with the Premier of the state had decided, to his credit, to paint the colors of the Opera House in blue and white. Again, to remind people, this was just 48 hours after October 7th, before Israel had begun its military campaign. and. And uh, a lot of ugly statements were made, or a number of ugly statements were made that night. And the most contentious one, or which literally went around the world, was that some people shouted, gas the Jews. People, it was also known mm. they shouted, F the Jews, and other, and burnt, burnt flags, lit flames, etc., etc. In other words, we're not talking about a group of Mother Teresas here. Now, and what happened was, was that video of that rally, that uh, demonstration outside the Opera House was posted online and a very small organization here in Sydney called the AJA, Australian Jewish Association. It's not a democratically elected body. It's a very small body, pretty much accountable to themselves, pretty much hard, hard right wing. They posted it with this caption gas the Jews as, as if that was said and that just went viral and so and that that was October so that's you know we're talking four months ago now mm -hmm. and then and then that prompted obviously a lot of angst you can imagine from the community and elsewhere it prompted the government of the state to introduce a bill in November saying that it would tighten the law which meant that people who shouted things like gas the Jews could be prosecuted and more recently it's prompted yet another inquiry to be led by former Chief Justice, again to say, are the laws in the states strong enough if people do incite violence, hatred on the basis of race, religion, they could be prosecuted. In the meantime, while all of this was going on, the government had appointed, or the police, conducted an uh, investigation where they appointed someone who was an expert in biometric science to analyze the footage from the protest. And on Friday, so three, four days ago now, uh, this inquiry, at, and it was announced by one a deputy police commissioner said, 
that according to the evidence, gas the Jews was not said, but what it was was where's the Jews? Uh, and and acknowledging that other anti-Semitic phrases had been used, swear words, etc., etc. Now, the response to this has been, on the one hand, some of the Jewish leaders have said, well, we know what we heard, and have pointed to the fact that some people within the community and outside of the community have signed stat, stat dec, statutory declarations saying they heard gas the Jews. Notwithstanding that, the, the police have said it wasn't, uh, that wasn't said, what was said was, where's the Jews? Now, well, what does it mean, where's the Jews? Uh, I don't even understand that. Well, well the only thing that, that one can surmise from that is, what, what were they looking for Jews? What were they going to do? I mean, no, you know, I mean, what I comes to I, my mind... Yeah, I mean, I just don't even understand what that even means, where's the Jews? Exactly. Do they, what do they want to do with Jews if they find Jews? Yeah. And also, if, if listeners go back to that terrible scene in Dagestan, uh, at about a month or so after the beginning, after October 7, when people stormed an airport in Dagestan, somewhere yes, in the Eastern yes. Bloc, looking for Jews. So what were they going to do here? So, right. I mean, and the point is, is that whatever was said, and, and as one of the Jewish leaders said, the semantics of what I said are actually a distraction. It was an ugly mob. It was a hostile mob. And to the credit of the premier of this state, he said, quote, my views on what happened outside the opera house are well known. The protest was violent and it was racist. And that's the premier saying this after the police inquiry. So the, the, the premier of this state, his name is Chris Mins, has been outstanding since October 7 in condemning any hint of anti-Semitism in standing with the community on this issue, and that was his response. It's so it's been a very, and I have to say as well, what's important is that on Saturday, which was the day after the police inquiry, the Sydney Morning Herald, which is a left of center mainstream paper, its entire editorial headline, protest findings are no excuse for anti-Semitism. And the entire editorial was slamming the anti-Semitism, which was, which did take place in that rally that night, notwithstanding the gas the Jews or not gas the Jews, uh, and and the Australian newspaper, which we spoke about many times, also editorialised in the same vein. But what was significant was that the Sydney Morning Herald did, which which many members of the community like to slam as being not supportive enough, etc. Well, the entire editorial said that the findings of this inquiry are no excuse for anti-Semitism, which did take did take place that night. So it's attracted a lot of a lot of heat um, on both sides, and also also uh, people on the other side of the divide have used this to absolutely slam the community uh, and saying we were hammered because of lies. Uh, we, no one said gas the Jews, and look how we were. Mm, mm. You know the the fact that it was a hostile mob screaming other anti-Semitic things seems to have been kind of forgotten by uh, by that that uh, that narrative. Unbelievable. It's just uh, it's just incredible. The other thing that I wanted to ask you about is the public school teachers encountering anti-Semitism. Yes. So this was a finding which came out just uh, literally uh, two days ago where a, a, a political think tank conducted a they surveyed 
500 teachers from public schools across the country and, and found that one in four said that they had experienced, countenanced, witnessed anti-Semitic incidents. 57%, so just over half of the, of the said that they had reported incidents all involving use of Nazi symbols uh, and other symbols relating to, to Nazi Germany. But, but one in four said that they had encountered this. So, and to, you're talking about swastikas, you're talking about salutes in, in salutes uh, being made at school, as in as, uh, Nazi salutes. We're talking about chat groups and online media. So, pretty disturbing stuff. And going from some of the most prestigious, dare I use that word loosely, prestigious schools in the country to other schools across the board. And obviously, uh, with a major spike um, in the aftermath of, of October 7. Yeah, so absolutely. pretty disturbing. Very, all in very all. disturbing indeed. Uh, the, the fact is, though, and before I let you go, th- this has definitely become part of a mainstream conversation in terms of what you're saying about the that protest demonstration that that uh, uh, indicated or that that demonstrated anti-semitism these types of things is it, it it does seem to be from what you're saying the part of the general mainstream conversation which which must be positive or or, or is it not is it not accepted enough as being so it's, I mean, and that's a very good point that you make. It, it is, a, a, so just going back a step, so this weekend that's just gone by, there were protest rallies in the city of Sydney again, pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian. So it's continuing every single weekend. But, you, but your point about the positive is, is a valid point. And surveys which have been done uh, generally across the board, Australians, basically overwhelmingly have, have come out supporting Israel in the need to defend itself against the barbaric attack of October 7. So yes, so there certainly is a positive element to it. That is important to note. Absolutely right. And that is where we leave it. Vic Aladev, thank you. As always, Vic is the former CEO of the New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies. We speak to him every Tuesday at this time.